You know they want staring point, you know we straight to the point Boy Chris with assist, fast breaks like a joint splitting half Boy J with the J, we throwing heat, no gas, that's a touchdown pass You know just how we coming, so it's nothing left to say Now they hardly can guard me like Dirk fade away You know just how we coming, so it's nothing left to say Yeah, you know just how we coming, so it's nothing left to say They want staring point, you know we straight to the point They want staring point, you know we straight to the point They want staring point, you know we straight to the point They want staring point, you know we straight to the straight to the point Amy76 bringing us into episode number 66 of Straight to the Point My name is Chris, here with my guy Jay Dunn. Yo, what's going on? Yo, we got so much to talk about. The play-in tournament has come and go. We're going to talk about our thoughts of whether or not we liked the play-in tournament and what we thought about the games and the outcomes and things like that. We'll talk about the first round of the NBA playoffs. We'll talk about the MVP finalists and whether or not Steph Curry should still have a legitimate shot to win the MVP, even though his team didn't really make the playoffs. Um, we'll talk about Aaron Rodgers and the Jordan Love situation and how, you know, you know, Aaron Rodgers kind of really doesn't want to be in Green Bay. We'll talk about Tim Tebow getting his job with his next-door neighbor and so much more. But, Jared, let's start with Stephen Curry, arguably the greatest shooter ever. But since his team did not make the playoffs, lost two straight playing games, he is an MVP finalist. How much do you think that his team not making the playoffs hurts his candidacy? I think it takes him out. I think let's, let's go straight to the point. I think it takes him out the candidacy completely. I know that he was had a great season, reinvigorated the scoring title with the fact that he dropped 32, 5 and 5. And yeah, he had a great a good season, but they couldn't make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh Steph Curry in both the games played phenomenally well scoring wise, but he was turnover prone. Just in the game against the Grizzlies, he has seven turnovers alone. And that what hurts them a little bit because they lost this game to so a Grizzlies team I think they could have beat. They came in rugged, and then they were able to bounce back and continuously kept up. But the Warriors didn't have the pieces. And Steph not making the playoffs, I think, takes him out of the MVP conversation because there's never been an MVP name that's never been – that hasn't made the playoffs. Now, you could say after a while, now we've seen MVPs that have, what, maybe lower seeded in the, in the playoff standings, like fourth seed, fifth seed. But we've never seen a guy win an MVP that has not physically been in the playoffs before. It's never happened. I don't think it's going to happen now. I think Nicole Jokic is the front runner to win MVP. Unfortunately, Joel Embiid, you've missed too many games. But I think Nicole Jokic is the one MVP. And Steph basically is now booted out where if he was going to get any first place votes, there's those are now going to be moved over to maybe an Embiid or a Jokic because he's just he just didn't make the playoffs. He just couldn't get it done. He had two very good games. They're heartwarming to see, but he just could not make it, get it over the hump against the Lakers team, which we we thought was going to make the playoffs still. And a Grizzlies team that just outplayed them when it came to controlling the ball and really just focusing on a certain mismatch, like the Kevin Looney mismatch was abused all last night. That's all I got to say about it. I, I, I agree. Um, but the Warriors definitely were in it. They battled. You know, you get the shot with Draymond. Oh, absolutely. I thought he was going to make it. You know, I thought that was the game. It was a good game. I enjoyed it. And like, it that's the game I stayed up for. The Warriors played two good games, you know. But, unfortunately, they come up short. Uh, I, I agree with what you said. You can't have an MVP candidate and his team doesn't make the playoffs. I get. I, I even even if it, even if you're the eighth seed, you know what I'm saying. Like, I would. I would. I'd still say then. Then that's a different conversation for us. No, I would say, no. Oh, it's, it's, it. it's it's a it's no for me. I would even, say if because again, you know how eight, even if he was the eighth seed, it's still no. I would say no, no. But the question you asked me was, does he still be considered? Yeah, he still gets considered. He shouldn't. Wait, be, he, shouldn't wow. he shouldn't be no, considered. No. 
You don't think he's, if he's no. AFC, is he's the AFC? No. I think he should still be considered for the third no. third final because that's what he is. No. He's the third finalist. But no, now he's not in it at all. You're, no, the, eighth, you're the you're the eighth best team in your conference. No. Well, again, the MVP award goes the most valuable player. He is the most valuable. How valuable can he team. be if they're the eighth best team in the conference? If anything, Chris Paul should jump him because he's the he's the he's the catalyst for that Phoenix team being the no, second no, best no, no. team in the West. Mon- Monty Williams is the catalyst. No, Chris Paul. Monty Williams was there. Monty Williams was there. Best coach of the season. My, if you want to give Monty Williams coach of the year, sure, whatever. But you better give Chris Paul. Somehow he, he slowed down the pace for Devin Booker, but let's not forget that that team is a, a lot better than the Warriors team. Are they? If you take yes. Chris Paul off the team, they're a lot better. No, never mind. They're they're, they're, they're about the same. They're about yeah, the same. Exactly. So why is Chris Paul not being considered in the MVP? His numbers didn't. Again, Chris Paul. Is, didn't so is, it, is it a popularity contest or is it about who's the most valuable? Well, because again, if you're asking the me MVP who's more valuable to, to their team. Chris Paul is more valuable to a successful contending Phoenix team than a team than Steph Curry is to a team that didn't make the playoffs. I think so too. I think like the, again, it really just goes to a number standpoint when it comes to now how you see the MVPs, media gets the votes. The, the MVP is now a numbers game. So what what are your stats? How many games have you played? What are you doing not only to win games, but also what are you, or how what are your numbers? What numbers are you putting up? Right. And you look at Chris Paul's numbers, I mean he's playing a side half the South is 16 and a half points a game. Four and a half rebounds, seven assists. That's that's solid numbers. But when they the allure of the MVP is, yo, you gotta do it all. And Chris Paul just not doing it all when it comes to a scoring factor. So I'm looking at it and I'm just thinking that I think you're right. I, I I'll take it. If Steph had made let's say six seed, sure, he's still in the MVP finals. But an eighth seed, ninth seed, no, he's out. He's he's out of it. I think the problem with Curry is that. When you look at what happened just transpired the season, Clay Thompson was a huge miss. Losing Clay Thompson hurt this team. And the fact that he just couldn't get over the hump against the Memphis Grizzlies and a Lakers team that he fought tooth and nail with, it just takes him out of the contention where now it's really a 1A, 1B conversation in Nicole Jokic and Joel Embiid, who, again, as I already stated earlier, Joel Embiid is probably going to miss out on winning the MVP this year because of the fact that he just missed so many games. And Nicole Jokic has not missed a single game in this conjoined COVID season where they've just really forced everything together. I agree. Uh, as you look at Jokic's durability, I think that's going to be the thing along with his numbers that's going to carry him to being the MVP because all the other MVP ca- candidates at the beginning of the year and, and throughout the middle of the year, they all ended up getting hurt and beat Harden. Uh, even Giannis missed some games. So if you look at if you look at the the landscape of it, I think Jokic wins it. I personally would still vote for Embiid, you know, but it comes down to what's your viewpoint of the MVP? Are they the most valuable player on the best team? Or is it the most valuable player on the team on a team period? So yeah, I think like, I think it's so misconstrued. Right? Yeah, it's so misconstrued. Does your team have now. to be successful? Does your team have to be uh, a contender? Does your team have to make the playoffs? Because I at least think your team has to make the playoffs. Now, no, no, that's that's I think is the sure factor that has to get. But you can't be the eighth seed. You can't barely make the playoffs and because it's considered the MVP. Like it has to be like the the most extraneous of circumstances. Like with Westbrook, he averaged. A tri- it was the first time he averaged a triple double. 
you know, it was, it was without KD, and it was a team that you know, a lot of people didn't really expect them to do much without Durant, and he gets that team to the playoffs. So that HC MVP, you can kind of yeah. And they were sixty when he did that, though. So yeah, yeah, again, I'm saying a, lower a lot higher than a lot higher than eight. So I so, think I get what you're saying. Like you got to be one through six at least, minimum, at least minimum, minimum, you like minimum be, one through six. You can't be a seven. Seven seed playing tournament team or HC? Nah, 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 nah. Like, come on, now. like it's it's a great it's a great uh, season. Scoring title willed his team to to at least make a playoff run, playoff push. No one really thought that team was going to do anything, especially when they were like, you know, miring in mediocrity. They were getting blown out by like forty at times. Like, right. But to 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 have that team battle. Is, is great to see. I think they're going to be definitely one of the top teams in the West next year. They got Clay. Absolutely. Coming when back. Clay comes back, absolutely. I think they, they'll move. They're going to have Wiseman coming back. I think they'll move Uber into, or move a couple pieces to get some guys. And yeah, I think they, I, they, got it, they got a solid bench. I mean, they got yeah, they make work. They Get got a big man for over. sure. I think Wiseman's not the answer right now. Get another big because Looney plus minus last night was horrendous. Yeah, oh my Looney, but Looney's not a you know production guy. He's a hustle guy. He's a def- defense guy. That's I mean, cool. defense was abused last night too. Oh I mean, man, that dude Valachunas. Well, nah, look like a top I mean, ten center Val- last night. I mean, Valachunas is like solid. Like dude is built, and people don't people don't remember because maybe he's playing in Memphis. But Valachunas at one point was a top ten big. I mean, like, he might still be because the bigs now in this in this league aren't as far and slim, slim of slim pickings. But you gotta, now. but you gotta realize like. You know, there's differences. And like we always talk about, like, what's the difference between this talent? Like, yo, Valanciunas was bull, especially in Toronto. Oh like, yeah, he yeah. was. He was bull. So you look at the 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 landscape of of the Warriors. I think they're in good shape for next year. I think, yo, Clyde does his kept. Like, if you got Wiseman, if you get like a veteran big, like if they bring it back, like a Boogie Cousins, they bring in a uh, maybe like a Hassan Whiteside, somebody like that. Top three seed. They, they one through three. That's where I see him. Uh, maybe like five. One you, five. you think so? I don't know. Because I'm just who saying. Did, who did they jump? Because I think they the jumped Suns. Portland. We, you already jumped. mentioned it earlier, and I, I said I agree with you. If I that think they jumped Chris Paul. I, I think, think they jumped the Suns. Phoenix. I think they. Well, the Suns are the two seed this year. So one through. Well, three. No, no, no. Well, we are. Like, I don't think they, they're really the second best team in the West. Like I really don't. We had this conversation. I honestly yeah, think that. the Lakers injuries put I I think it's the the, the standards will be flip flop the Lakers yeah. didn't get injured yeah. but the Suns were still a top three seed even even with the Lakers being number two the Suns have been three. You think they're the third best team in the West? Yes. Over Absolutely. Denver. Yes, Denver's Denver, done. Denver fully healthy. No, but Denver's not fully healthy. I'm just asking. The Denver's not fully healthy. They're I'm done. Saying, I understand. You think they're better than Dallas? Fully healthy. Yes. Have you not heard Rick Carlisle has come out and this is just a side note. We're gonna get to our next topic at this. Rick Carlisle has come out and said the uh it's icy waters between Porzingis and Luka Doncic, which is something I, I had no idea until he came out and said it. I thought they were cool. He said it's all superficial, fair on the court. They they can they can play together, but when it comes off the court, they have no chemistry. Which when you look that when you come down to it, when it, at a basketball standpoint. You got to be able to have at least some type of chemistry on and off the court. If you don't like each other off the court, then on the court, just because you can make a pass to him does not mean he'll like you enough to make the pass back, which we've seen in some games where they self-implode because Porzingis is taking shots instead of making the right pass, or Luka Doncic is going one-man show because he just doesn't trust Porzingis to make the shot. So 
I think right now that that's going to construe them after the season. If they don't get it together this season, where I think they have a, a very strong chance of beating the Clippers. If they don't make it out this first round, against the Clippers team, I think they have a chance of beating. The team has some things to work out. They're going to have to look at some things. Because yeah, it's, it's no longer the defense. So, all right, can you, can you, where did, he, where did Rick Carmel say that? Because the only thing I see is when Rick Carmel, like a month ago, said there was no issues between Doncic and Zingas. It was in a interview right before the playoffs, Nick, where he came out on April 23rd. He said Luka Doncic and Christopher Zingas have a dust up. And this was between not only Carl, but Mark Cuban came out and said that they have a frostiness relationship between his Maverick stars off the court. Now, again, why, the word frostiness is such. Why would um, they say good, that? That doesn't make any it's sense. It's such an adjective where you're saying, hey, you're trying to paint the picture of this is a Kobe-esque Shaq-like relationship. But I'm like, mm, I, I don't, I don't, I don't I, see I, that. I don't, I don't see. Can you send that to me? Because I, I never saw that. I yeah, it was on the it, it came out by uh reporter uh Advan Jaduji. I, I don't know how to say some of these guys' names. I apologize. I just butchered his name. I'm gonna have to really practice it. Yeah. But it, it was it was a really good article. And there's like a lot of good quotes where you just kind of see what's going on. It also was on um CBS Sports too. They had a new one coming out where Prison has disputed these claims and stuff like that. But I'm like, if you if your owner saying these things and now you got players gonna say, no, we're cool, we're good, that's hard going into a playoff series. And I, I, again, I think they have a very good shot because it segues into our next segment. How do we, now with the play-in tournament done, how do we see these playoffs fairing? I think the Mavs have a very good shot of beating the Clippers. I do. Yeah. I, so we saw it last season where it was just Doncic by himself and he was able to take them some games. I think now with Porzingis back, you bring in a defense finally. Trey Burke's looking good. I like what they have in Brunson. I like what I'm seeing in Richardson when he actually plays. Oh, he actually makes some jump shots. I think they have a very good shot because Chris, you and I both know there's one guy on the Clippers team that he sometimes in the playoffs he 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 falls short a peg or two. There's, talking, there's a guy. Are you, are you talking about um <laughs> way off P? Oh man, uh, the side of the backboard P. He might he might show himself. He might show himself. Are you, are you talking about <laughs> pandemic P? I, I am. I mean, the pandemic's supposedly over, but I don't know if it's going to take it out his day because I'm looking at this team. And remember, early in the season, he was like, "Hey, are I'm you talking to about all these?" Are you talking about? Oh, I got another. I got another one. You talking about coming up small, George? Oh man, not coming up small, George. But I'm just saying, he he's saying there's a big mental difference in health. Everything that she's saying, he's he's going to break the mold this year, but. I'm looking at his numbers, and I'm like, they were relatively average for a guy that's basically saying, hey, man, I'm trying to be aggressive this season. I'm coming at everybody that was talking trash. He said, people been coming to me like I'm not an all-star. They was disrespecting me, which they were. I, I, I don't deny what he's saying. I think some dude, there was some scrubs really coming at him like he was trash. Like, like Paul George isn't that dude to get a bucket on you, but that's regular season Paul George. How would a playoffs for? I know Rondo was a great piece, and I think he was a good piece to play off Rondo's an all-star. Regular season Rondo, average point guard. Playoff Rondo goes back to his all-star form where you're like, this is the Rondo we've seen, we've known in love. This is a guy that wins you championships. You yeah. showed it for the Lakers, I think he'll do it for the Clippers, but that doesn't amount to much if Paul George doesn't play the way he needs to play. Right. And, and it's not just Paul George because, I mean, yes, he's one of the catalysts that make that team go. But, like, if you look at the, the entirety of that Clippers team, they need all their pieces to come up huge. Ibaka, mm-hmm. uh, PG, Kawhi, Rondo, Luke Kennard, Patrick Beverly. They're going to need pieces 
Tyron Lue, that everybody needs to come up huge because the last thing the Clippers need is another uh, another misstep in the playoffs. Because honestly, if they lose again, they need to blow that team up because the team ain't going like it's over. I wouldn't put Kawhi Leonard to leave if they lose again. De- regardless if they go conference finals, semifinals, somebody got to leave. I see him leaving because again, we've seen it. Um, Paul George signed his supermax that little super extension that he signed with the Clippers. Paul George is Paul George is one of those players. Like I have no, I, I I can see Paul George being like if Kawhi were to leave and go where I don't know, but if if Paul George were to leave, I could see him kind of taking that Clippers team as his own, like that Indiana team in the mid two thousand in the mid twenty. We saw how far that went. We saw how far that went. Yeah. This is why he wanted to be a superstar. And again. I mentioned it. Paul George signed that $190 million extension, right? Guaranteed him 35 and a half mil for the 2020-21 season. He signed that because he wanted to show the Clippers fan base, show the Clippers organization, and show Kawhi he was committed. He's committed to this city, this team, and making it work with Kawhi Leonard. And remember, they offered Kawhi an extension. He didn't sign it. He was like, I'm not not ready for that commitment. Who's really oh, turning that down? Oh, yeah. I mean, ka-ching, ka-ching. But Kawhi didn't sign an extension. Kawhi was like, right, let's, let's, let's table that. He was like, let's, let's go win something first. Kawhi was like, he did this. He's going to do the same thing with the Clippers like he did with the Raptors. He's like, man, I'm not committing anything yet. We haven't won nothing. Kawhi's one of them guys like, yo, man, if we can't win it, I can't stay here because I'm not here to lose. I'm here to win. Kawhi's a, a, a championship guy. You can see it's in his DNA. He wants to win chips. He's not here for the accolades. He's here to win the championship. And I, I like that mentality, but when it comes to the Clippers, if it doesn't work out, I, I, Chris, can't you see Kawhi leaving and going their separate ways? I sure can, but the problem is, where the hell, where is he going to go? Oh man, that's you that's know, a good like, question. Who paying him? But I mean, not not who's paying. Him. Where does he want to go play? Uh, where, where, where did where, he? he I'm he just goes, saying, he's, he's the top dog. So, Chris, I'm just saying, man, there's a team we just mentioned that can use us. A, a great small forward. Who? That's gonna have a, a re-emerging sharpshooter. Come on, no, got a no, no, MVP no, finals. No, 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 a young big, a, no. a dream on it. There's a team no. that could use a Kawhi Leonard if he decides to take his services out there. He's still, yo, remember, he's still you in seen, Cali. You ever seen the office where he's like, no, no, he's no, still in Cali, no, Chris? No. And you see, Kawhi, Kawhi wants to play against LeBron twenty four seven. He want to go against that guy. He don't want to play with him. I don't think he want to go back to the East Coast. He he don't he don't live the lavish life. All right, let does. him go to let him go to Sacramento. Ah, oh, see, that's not. Come on, Chris, let's, let's be reasonable here. He want to go somewhere he can still win a championship. Isn't Kawhi from Northern California anyway? Where's Boardman? Let him go. Let him go to Sacramento. I think he want to go. He might want to go to San Fran, Chris. There, now this means he's throwing it out there, but I'm just saying, Kawhi wants to leave. The Warriors might. That's a team that'd be like, yo, come come bring your services here. Jared. Jared, call Borba. We need a geographical breakdown of Northern California to see <laughs> Kawhi, Kawhi is from Sacramento. Because if any, if he's going to leave the Clippers, go to Sacramento. Oh man, you speaking not of Sacramento? <laughs> not. Oh man. Yo, he he makes Sacramento the seventh best team in the West. Oh, without a, honestly, yeah, without a doubt, because we got to account for load management. I'm gonna say he played the entire season, probably fifth best, but load management, seventh. Yeah, best. account for load management. But again, this other game this season, like the, I think the Heat and Buck series, I think it's gonna go to six. Yes, I could. I, I win it. Oh man, I think the Bucks are gonna win the series, but I could see the Heat coming out. I, I can see the Heat winning. The problem is 
The, but he played the, some of the best defense on two teams in the East. I understand. The Sixers and Bucks. But here's the thing. And the problem, the reason they are able to, to kind of play the, the great defense on the Sixers and Bucks is because the Sixers and Bucks are constructed very similarly. They go through a, they go through a top-tier big, the top-tier big. Giannis, and they have a superstar non-shooter. And a superstar. <laughs> a superstar non-shooter. Is Giannis also the superstar non-shooter? Yes, Giannis is basically <laughs> better than being combined. I mean, being honest, Giannis is better than being combined without the footwork of a B. But can't shoot or throw it, but can pass phenomenally and can dominate the post. That's the thing. Except for the you just named better. If I'm the Heat, yo, you can take them You can take them threes all day. If you make them, then, oh, well, I guess it's, I guess it's just your time to shine. That's how the Heat feel about that beat. That's Simmons. I wanted to shoot. Yo. Listen, we gonna so listen. Again, this is this is a series. We, we gonna be we gonna be live in attendance for the Sixers when they play the the Nets in the conference finals. So oh, as as, as we should, we, as we, we should. I mean, I mean, but you know, I guess got to save some. Money. But yeah, Heat Bucks. I think it was a sixth. Our seven is a stretch for me. I think it's a stretch because I All think right, one hold on, hold the on. first round. Hold on, hold on. Stop. Talk to me. We'll, we'll, so you said you got the Bucks and six. Yeah, I also have the Bucks and six. Sixers, Sixers and five. I had Sixers and five as well. Oh, we, is it because we both know the Sixers always like to lose the first game for second some game. strange reason? Second, oh, second game. game for you? Oh, game. I think it's the first game. It's the second game. Think okay, remember, 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 yeah. Dwayne, remember Dwayne? Remember Dwayne played about thirty and then remember retired. the Nets series? We always like to lose one. Remember the Nets series? We always like to lose one. Um, like, it's just us. I had the I had the Nets in six versus Boston. I had Nets in five. I think I have, I have Tatum. I think Tatum uh, fifty point games. He's, they think Tatum's going to be what Carmel was during that Miami Heat versus Knicks series, where yeah. Carmel was just just straight buckets. Like, like he's 32 points a game, but the Heat were just so overpowering them that Mel could only get one game on that series. Right, okay. I think that's how Tatum's going to be. I think, I, think the, the, I think Boston will get two. I think they'll, I think they'll find a way to scrap one out, you know, Marcus. Yeah, I, yeah. I, so I'm going to say Nets and five. You got Nets and six, but we both got Nets winning that one. It's about, uh, go. I have the Knicks in six. I have the Hawks in seven. Okay. I really like what I'm seeing from the Hawks. I, again, I know the Knicks have the number one ranked defense in almost all categories. Let's not put it behind us. They lead defense in opponent points per game, opponent fast breaks, opponent three-point percentage. But the thing is, when I, we, we talked about this before. Tom Thibodeau runs his teams to the ground. But you got to understand, he has a young team that's playing well. Atlanta has been sputtering a little bit. I know Atlanta got some injuries too. I know Nate McMillan has made you know made the comment like the league's going you know the league going to do some little you mean because they're going to want New York in the playoffs. Right. I I, I don't know. I just I really like what I'm seeing from the Hawks. I think they got it. If they can get, and this is the biggest thing, if they can find a way to really get John Collins involved, Mm -hmm. I think they beat this series out because John Collins is the X factor I think for this series. Not Clint Capella because he does his thing. I've seen Capella do 20, 20 games now. He, he, he's evolved. Right. Trey Burke's going to, I mean, not Trey Burke, Trey Young going to do his thing. I heard Cam Reddish might be out, but that's a, that's a piece that that's hurt you a little bit because he's a shooter, but you you got Bogdan back. You have Gallinari. You still got Hunter. You got guys. Who will still on that team. Let's not forget. I mean, Pepper Rule is off the bench for this team. He he likes to show up in playoffs. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like, I like the Hawks in seven. Okay. Uh, it's moving on to the West. Talk to me. I had the Lakers in six. I have the Lakers in six as well. All right, so Lakers, I think the Lakers, Lakers win this series. I, I don't, I don't, I think I don't know what you do. If you're the Suns, what do you do knowing you have to play the Lakers first round that are now 
getting healthy. Like LeBron said, he was at eighty percent. I think he'll be at ninety by the time he plays the the Suns. He'll, he'll, he'll never be at hundred. He'll, he'll never be at air quotes. 95. He'll never be hey, air quotes. Like, but then again, ninety five percent LeBron at thirty six. <laughs> like, I can't see. Ninety five percent of LeBron James LeBron, is still listen, a superstar. I went to school for PR. You went to school for communication. Like we we both kind of know a little bit of the PR thing. LeBron has the best PR team in yeah, the world. Not even just PR team. His, his propaganda is vicious. His like, PR team is the best. Maverick, Carter, Rich Paul. Yo, they LeBron, they, they got the, you know, LeBron couldn't yeah. really see. As an up-and-coming sports journalist, I'm just saying. You know, the, LeBron. The man does his thing. You know, LeBron on one leg. Really? What a shot. Mr. Well put out there. What a shot. Who? LeBron. That was a shot. Oh, that, was, that was a great show. Money. Like, I, was, I didn't think he was going to make it. Like, oh, I didn't think he was going to make it. What's the, next, what's the next series we got to talk about? Uh, Utah and uh, Utah. Utah and four. Utah and four. I have Utah and five. Oh, we got John Murray taking one? One. I, I, I maybe the first. Maybe the disrespect the, John like that. Maybe the first one. If Donovan doesn't play the first one, because, you know, he's still coming back from the England. Yes, he's that's, that's why for I think, two months. I think Memphis can get one. Can we um while we're talking about the Jazz, does it how does it make sense that the Jazz have two candidates for the six man of the year? Did, did that not dawn to like to I, people I people that listen to basketball fun? Does that not dawn to you? Uh, they have two six man of the year candidates, but you one of them has to be a seventh. Like, dude, come on, guys, let's let's think about this rationally. How I do mean, they they both I, don't play six man? Come on, like what is the NBA again? We talk about the NBA is a the bias state that it kind of shows the bias think, right think, there. I what are we you, doing? I think you nitpicking right there, bro. I'm I'm just saying. I think you nitpicking. There right were there. other guys that could have been six man of the year candidates. Who? Oh, you put me on the spot right there. There are other guys. I'm just, <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> know at the moment. <laughs> give me give me Alex Caruso. Throw him Shut up. up. There. Shut the hell up. Throw Alex Caruso. Shut up the there. hell up. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like he's not even the first. He's not even the first person off they bench. Man, show me Shake Miller. How about that? Stop it. Anyway, show me Montrez Harrell. How about stop, that? Stop. Montrez Harrell played sixteen games this year. Stop it. Oh, I don't think he played sixteen. He played, he played something like that, but it wasn't sixteen. Show me Malik Monk, man. Malik Monk had a phenomenal season. And you don't have to Malik, make playoffs. What team Malik Monk played for? The Hornets. He's had a phenomenal season off the immediately bench. Immediately disqualified. Wow. Immediately. Show me. Sh- Show me um Therese Halliburton. Man, it was a bucket. He, I think he's in a rookie of the year talks yeah. right now. But oh yeah, man, he, he dude, phenomenal. That's, the, King, the Kings are one step removed from the G League anyway. Oh wow. <laughs> You're not wrong, but oh wow. All right. Uh <laughs> Dallas and the Clippers. Oh God, I hate saying it because I just said I think Dallas has a real shot, but I think the Clippers win in seven. I've the, I've the Clippers in six. I'm not mad at that. I think. You know I'm I'm a Clippers hater, but I I think Dallas is a piece away. Yeah, uh, so a piece isn't a big or a piece isn't a point guard. A wing, they need a wing. Oh, they need a superstar wing. Not not a superstar wing. They don't need a superstar wing. They need a, a contributing, like like them old Dallas teams had like a Michael Finley. Oh, okay. They had you know some of that had Stackhouse, somebody who can disrupt on defense. The Mavs like, need what like the Suns have like in Mikael Bridges. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So I think Dallas is a piece. I like Finney Smith. Don't get me wrong. I think he's a great piece off the bench. Some energy points. He can he can throw it down. He can he can defend. He can re- uh, rebound. He can do everything you ask for on the court. 
but like you, you, you've evolved my my know-how of Dorian Finney-Smith. I I, I like yes. his game now. Yes. I enjoy him. Yes, like Josh Richardson, they have a like him, him and Josh Richardson. Are we've seen what he's done. Similar. Yeah, we've seen what he's done now. Josh Richardson with the Sixers, I've I thought he had a high ceiling. It's slowly petering out where he's look like but he's, he's, a great, he's at the cliff. He's a, he's a he's a great defender, great yeah. motor guy, but he just can't. Can't score. Inconsistent. Has a hard time scoring. Yeah, and yeah that. In this league now, he can't be inconsistent when it comes to scoring the ball. Um. So if like if Dallas had Mikel Bridges, Ooh. Mm. But I'm again. This is a series that's really up for debate. Like this might be the biggest series when you look at. I agree. What I agree. are we? Like where? How can it unfold? This is the biggest series. So I have the Clippers in six. You have the Clippers. I got them in seven. And then yeah. what? Last but not least is uh, Trailblazers and Nuggets. Uh, I have Denver and seven. God, I don't like this series. <laughs> I don't like this. I series. have Denver. It's going to be another very good series. I have Denver in seven, and then truth be told, put me down. Trailblazers for six. Oh, put me down. Trailblazers at six. Put me down for that. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know if that was a, a excellent tank job by the Nuggets that last couple week games, the night weeks, the last two games before the playing tournament. We saw the Nuggets and Trailblazers go up against each other. I think the Nuggets lost on purpose because they wanted to basically end up playing the uh, Trailblazers rather than play any other team in the West, which makes sense. Oh, any of the higher seeds in the West? Because a lot of teams did tank. Those last couple games, they tanked because nobody wanted to play LeBron. Like, the Clippers didn't want to play LeBron. They tanked everybody. No, nobody wants to play LeBron. Nobody wants to play LeBron in the first round. Oh. Nobody wants to see LeBron in the second round. Clippers, are, The Nuggets are kind of essentially making sure they don't play LeBron in the second round if they go. Um, But I'm, I wouldn't... The, the, the trailers are fully healthy now. Mm. Melo back in action, even though he hasn't missed, but he's looking like a little, a little, a little pep in the step. Nurkic is finally healthy. I'm liking what I'm seeing from Damon CJ. Adding the additions of a Robert Covington, Derek Jr., who bring in that defensive mentality. Ega still hit a jump shot or two when needed. And he, in Derek Jr.'s case, he has the athleticism to catch lobs they never really had before for this team. Mm. I like it. I like it. And then now. They bring Norman Powell off the bench. This man has been hoping. Chris, that's a six-man of the year candidate. It's Norman Powell. I don't know if he's if he, they had him on that list, but man, he's hoping. He's getting to a very good bucket. One, he was doing it for the Raptors, but the Raptors weren't going anywhere this season. <laughs> and now he's doing it for the Blazers, and he's looking nice. Mm-hmm. I, I think they have a chance. They're going to six. I, I like what they have firepower-wise than what Jokic just has alone in. Michael Porter Jr. Because unfortunately, as of right now, this again you can't really base it off of half a season or not even half a season, but like two months. Aaron Gordon hasn't stepped up. He looks like a shell of himself. He looks uncomfortable on the offense. He still can't find a rhythm. He's basically just a guy that runs up and down the floor at this point. He he he's basically running gases. And until they really find a way to, <laughs> to nest him in to really get him involved in this offense, it's not. He's just not a threat. He's a good defensive player. I, mean, I talked about him when he got traded. Yeah, very good piece defensively, but oh. offensively, there's games where he had four points in the half with a negative plus minus of like 19. And I'm like, his defense is, is keeping him at a subpar over. He's getting the minutes, but blood of Jesus. Like, dude, can, can you hit a shot? Can, can you go dunk the ball, please? Like, muscle them. I used to see you muscle dudes in the East. Once you come to the West, act nervous? I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but without Jamal Murray, who... He's the opposite of Paul George come playoffs. He 
total opposite. Jamal Murray comes in, he'll drop you 40, 50 at night. He'll, he'll take you to seven. Without him, I, I have a hard time seeing this team who has the MVP uh, winning the series. I love this transition because we're going to go from, you know, the Denver Nuggets to the Denver Broncos who may be trading Ah, yes. Candidate. You see how you see what I did there? The oh, oh, that was smooth. Thank you. Thank you. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Jeopardy host Aaron Rodgers. Quarterback Aaron Rodgers. Uh, man who hates his boss Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Which I'm sure all of us can agree. You know, we've been there at one point or another. We hate our bosses. At one point. I've never called my boss Jerry Krause. No, <laughs> man. That's such that's, that's disrespect. But you know, I, my boss isn't Brian Gutekunst, so you know, if 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 push came to shove, hey, I don't blame you. I don't blame Aaron Rodgers, but the the former MVP, the man who's some argue is one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play, one of the greatest arm talents ever, the king of the hail mary, host of Jeopardy, dated supermodels. Super Bowl champion. Stop me when I'm lying. You know, best quarterback in Packers history. Okay, I'm keep. I'm keep. I'm keep. Oh, I got another. 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 I, got another, I, got another, I, got another. I don't really need another one. The man right. MVP. Come the on. man is the most valuable player in the league. Absolutely. Through, through a wrench. Oh, hold on, hold on. The most petty man in the league as well. Don't forget about that. He's petty. I Absolutely. love it. He don't speak to his own family. I love it. <laughs> you tell me that he not going to get his way out of Green Bay? Oh, he out. If he really want to be out of Green Bay, he will be gone. And but Green Bay has done nothing but, you know, kind of spit in his face and, you know, draft his replacement and not talk to him and not have him involved and you don't run the show. You know, it, it, it just, if, if, if Green Bay, if you can uh, analogize something like Green Bay, you know the whole the, uh, the future uh, video. He's like, you know, one monkey don't stop the show. Yeah, they think Aaron Rodgers is that one monkey. Crazy. And he's stopping the entire show. Yeah, he's put this team on a pause, a huge pause, big pause. Because you don't know where, where what direction they're going. Like, if I'm Devontae Adams, I got questions. I got questions now. What am I? What they am I going to do? Don, Don, um, Don. I think Broncos. Are we both in agreement that the Broncos is the best fit for him right now? No. No, I like the Broncos, and I'm. I, I, I like the Broncos. I like it. I like the fit. But if I'm Rogers, right, I'm trying to go to Miami. Ooh, they got a better, a better. I think they have a better defense. They do. They play in Miami. Yeah, they got. I think. I think division, O lines aside, O lines is the division is yeah. much easier. Absolutely. Because in 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 Denver, you have Los Angeles. Las Vegas, Kansas City. Yeah. And does he want to play Mahomes two times twice. a year? Twice. Three times a year. Or yeah. does he want to play Zach Wilson, Matt Jones, or Cam Newton, and Josh Allen? Yeah, you, you make a good mm-hmm. point there. So if well, I'm if, it's, it's hard though. Because he's the, not, I don't think that Green Bay is going to trade him to the NFC because honestly, truth be told, you don't want to keep him in you don't want to keep him in conference. Truth be told, the best team he can go to is Washington. Truth be told. Oh, they have everything he could they, win. They would but be a, Again, he's 37 years old. Do you want to live in Washington? Have you been to Washington? 
I uh, I, I do, but at 37, you know. But he, but you also, I think he's he ready for the sun. I he's think he's ready for the sunshine. married now. Yeah, I think, think he's ready for the sunshine and stuff now. You know, if he was younger his days with this team, you he know, might. He, you know, he, he might want to run. It, it, it's cold. It's cold out Washington. Know. It's a little cold out there. He lived, in, he lived in Green Bay. Which is why I'm saying he might be ready to go. Like, dudes, dudes in this, in this turn of their career. Like, you see Tom Brady's like, yeah, he might, he yeah, might I be can't like, stay yeah. here no more. Like, he, Tom Brady was like, I'm not staying. I'm not staying Honestly, anymore. Honestly, you know what team, you know what team is probably looking like, damn, we waited too, we we pulled the plug too early. The Panthers? It's the Rams. Oh, you think so? Because if the, if the Rams thought they could have got Rodgers, you think they would have traded for Stafford? No. Yeah, I think they wouldn't. I think they would have gone right for, for Aaron Rodgers. They'd have gave the same trade. Maybe throw another. They'd have thrown another player in too. But yeah, I'd have made that same trade. But I. But you know, like if Green Bay is not going to trade within the conference, well, I, I think they shouldn't. I don't think so either. I think they should. Be told, truth be told, it's Washington. That's the best fit. Right in the now. in the NFC, in yeah. The NFC. I, in, in the, the, in the league, it's Washington. In the AFC, I think it's Miami. They have pieces on offense. You know, they got Devontae Parker. Uh. They got a solid running game. They oh, got man, a good. They, they got Jalen Waddle, man. They, they do they have Jalen Waddle. Some, they got players, man. They, they got, got players. They got and two very good corners. Tua, I don't think Tua necessarily not would mind, but I don't think Tua would, would be hurt by developing a little bit more because I think he Tua's getting in that trade. Tua's in that trade. No, why? Why would Green Bay take another quarterback guard? Do you think they have that much faith in Jalen Love? They have no choice. They have to. I don't know. I think they, they probably. Would, I think they, they would actually justify. They can't justify trading Rodgers without – they have to play him. It's like when Brett retired. When Favre retired, they had to play Rodgers. Yeah. You know, like whether – and a lot well, of I mean, they was not, forced to – A lot of people did not uh, like Rodgers. Like a lot of them Green Bay fans did not like Rodgers. Yeah, not like they embraced Jordan Love low-key. Not, not embracing they didn't. Like, right? It's but the same thing. Jordan Love is like – I don't I don't have – I think Jordan Love is literally an average QB or he's going to be average. I don't think he's gonna be anything special. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I'm looking at him the same way I'm looking at the 49ers just drafting their QB. And I'm just like, oh, it's not going. I think Trey Lance is better. Than Trey Lance and Jordan Love, they remind me of each other a little bit. I think game game wise, I think Trey Lance a little bit a little bit more mobile. Slightly stronger arm, but I mean different situations, but this is gonna be different talent too. But I don't know. I think Aaron Rodgers he goes to the Broncos. Just look at if they can keep Cortland Sutton. They got a very good defense. Von Miller's back. They just drafted Patrick Sertan. I think they drafted Sertan because of the fact is they they're trying to bank on getting Aaron Rodgers. They got Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler. I'm liking that Broncos team. Drew Locke's not the answer. I think that's I think they've understood. I, I don't think Teddy's the answer either because I believe that's the team that did trade for Teddy, and they're gonna make that a QB competition. But. Oh. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. No Teddy, Teddy's gotten a bad rep, man. I thought Teddy was going to be good. He yeah, he didn't. He, didn't, he had a down year with the Panthers when I thought he was going to be better. Did you hear what they said about? The, did you hear what Teddy said? No, I didn't. They wasn't even practicing. <laughs> Certain situations, they wouldn't even practice. They didn't even do like two minute two minute drills, uh, two minute drills, red zone drills. Like they was practicing on Saturdays and stuff. Like, like, come on, man. Well, I mean, again, yeah, Teddy come from uh, he 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 he's one of those guys. He's like, yo, we gotta. He wants to get better. He he had a a down season, honestly. I'm looking at um really what we what we saw like he, again. I like this team to get Deshaun Watson because the Panthers had so many weapons. I thought Bridgewater was gonna be better with them. He just couldn't get it done. Rodgers would be a great fit for the Panthers too if they didn't just get um Sam Darnold. 
Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. A team that we we can all agree is not going to trade for a quarterback anytime soon. Jacksonville Jaguars, who have Trevor Lawrence and just signed former quarterback, now tight end Tim Tebow. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Also, former NFL uh, ESPN analyst and also major uh, minor league outfielder Tim Tebow. Yeah. Hey, he got a contract to get cut by preseason. Let us see it. The crazy part is Greg McElroy, who played for Alabama and works for ESPN and was a teammate of Tebow's on the Jets, said the Jets tried him at tight end and he wasn't any good. And this was like 10 years ago. So I'm wondering how he's going to get better at the age of 33. If he's on the roster, he'll be 33. because him and Urban Meyer are next-door neighbors. Yeah, they're, they're good friends. Like, that's like, yo, if, you, if I was running a team or you was running a team and, like, you hit me up, like, yo, like, uh, my man, like, you go, give me a look. Oh, yeah, I got you, bro. You know, I, I, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I would. I would. I wouldn't. Because that's what you do. But, um, God, this was just such a but, but weird Tebow, if, if they brought Tebow in as a, as a coach. I would have been cool with that. I don't think anybody would have cared. No, but they brought him as a player. Which is what, I, which I, which is what I think he's going to end up becoming as a coach. Useless. This was a useless signing. I think they, again, you do this because of the fact is the, I mean, there's so many like, different psychology things where they're like, hey, they're doing this because they're trying to take some of the conversations away from Trevor Lawrence where they just want him to have a regular offseason. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, but he's not like he had number one pick. He should be used to the pressures of but he had number one pick. He should the pressures come. He was a former champion. He he was the guy in college. Like they call him one of the best college like, they best college QB. Like Trevor Lawrence is getting those titles as well. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just distracting. Ten people is a distraction. A lot of people have been coming out, Stephen A. Smith in particular say is white privilege. Is that is that something new? Like, I don't, I know, I, I guess you continue. It makes sense to continue to rationalize it and bring it up because it's a topic that needs to be debated and needs to be talked about. And yes, it was white privilege, but Tim Tebow, in all fairness, he, he was going to get his shot regardless of if it was Jacksonville or another team that decided to give him a look. A team was going to give him a look because if he had said he wanted to come back to the NFL, now that he's what had this coming to Jesus moment, saying now, oh, man, I, I think I can play a different position, I'm no longer a QB. A moment you should have had years ago when they told you, yo, man, you're not a QB. You were a great college QB where the systems are different. The game's different, boy. Your NFL, you weren't good. Let's give you another look. Let's keep your NFL years longer by making you a different position. He was like, no, I'm a QB. Let's make it work. And it didn't work. Yeah, then he went yeah. to baseball. Yeah, and it worked out. Yeah, it worked out. So I don't he know. He just stayed on ESPN. I think he did. I think he did. He was. He was. I think he was very good. Not very good. Uh, he was. Yeah, he was good. I like. He's a good talker. I liked him, he's, he's I liked him on TV. I liked him as an, an an analyst. I liked him when he did his broadcast. I, I wonder like, if he wants to host think, Jeopardy. <laughs> just, just think, I don't know. I think this was just a huge distraction. I don't know. I wish I was in that locker room to see how the other players were really talking about, especially some of the very prominent African American athletes in there. There's like, dude, what is, what are we doing? Like you, Tim Tebow. Not even. Not only did he just get a shot that others wish they had, but he's taking a shot from younger guys. Like, this is a 34-year-old that's potentially going to be your third-string QB when there's, third, I mean, third-string tight end, where there's guys that are younger than him undrafted that need this shot. You that know are, and you know what's going to happen. What? What you think? God forbid Trevor Lawrence struggles. Oh, please don't say it. Oh, I know. I know. Tebow. My <laughs> Tebow. Tebow can be any worse. And you know, social media, the, the day and age right now where Sports media world has been heightened by social media. Oh man, social media is going to light it up. Tim Tebow will be one of the number one trendings by week three if, if Trevor Lawrence has a game where he throws, God forbid, three picks. 
in one touchdown. If he struggles at all. Well, like, God forbid he has one bad game yeah, as a rookie. Tim no, no. Tebow's name will be in the headlines on Twitter, guaranteed. He will be trending on Twitter. Yeah, right. Because of the fact, like, yo, throw it Tim. Or not even just because of the fact that Trevor was like, yo, maybe if Trevor had a tight end, make third, like, yo, start Tim Tebow at tight end. Now, those will be the arguments that will come up. And it's such a distraction. It's such, it's not something as Urban Meyer. I, I, I was so evident on you getting this. I was so happy. I'm like, Urban Meyer got a great job. You started off on the wrong foot. Oh, start, start off. Start off. Start off. You had a good draft. And then you do this. Like, you're back and forth, but you so wishy washy right now as a head coach. I need you. I, I'm, I'm telling you, I like him as a head coach of the Jaguars. I like what this team has. I like the receivers they have, like the running backs they have. I, this team is going plays. They like the defense. They revitalized Sidney Jones, former Eagles. Well, it looks good. <laughs> Wish you could be like that for us, but man, they got something. They, they're pieces away from being a, a contending team. And this wasn't the distraction you wanted. This hurts locker room. This puts morale because I, I know for a fact, I don't want a 34 year old tight end just because your name's Tim Tebow trying to be a leader to me or trying to tell me how. how I, it think, is. I think he, he can motivate head. players. Like, I, that's why I think he should have been a coach. I don't know. I don't know if you, as a player, as a guy that's basically begging for straws, you're trying to motivate me saying, hey, man, we could do No, I don't want to hear that, dude. You got a hand yeah, But, but, but you say this now. Things can change, but. Things can I, change. I, again, it's still offseason. I don't but know if he makes people, it past the preseason. There's a lot of people who love Tebow, man. I don't know if he makes it past the training camp. I don't know. No, I don't think so. But if he does, I'm just is, like. Is Jacksonville on hard knocks this year? I don't, have, they, I don't think they've announced that yet. Well. Would you well, be surprised would I be surprised now would that they have three big names? Like, they really have three huge names now in Trevor Lawrence, Urban Meyer, and now, <laughs> now to Timo. I wouldn't be surprised that he's on Hard Knocks. I don't, I don't know. It'd be exciting television to watch. I, oh, I would watch it. Definitely. I'd watch that Hard Knocks. As we, as we wrap everything up, Jared, what's the, what's the one play, the playoff game, the first game that you're most excited to see? I'm what's excited it? for this first game of Clippers and – Mavericks. That's the game. I'm. This is the series. I think I'm. I'm really just most invested in. The game I'm most invested in for myself is Atlanta, New York. I want to see how New York responds um, to the playoff pressure. I want to see how Atlanta responds to, like, if they start getting unfavorable calls. I want to see if they start losing their composure because you know with Nate McMillan putting it out there and then getting the phone from Adam Silver. I wonder if that's kind of like in the back of their minds, you know. For all you gambling degenerates, send me some hints and tidbits on how I can win me some money for this playoffs. Because I got a couple parlays, I just don't know if they're going to hit enough. I got, I got just a guy for you. I got just a guy for you. Don't there worry. There we I go. Got, got a couple parlays. I'm, I, I, I even, I'll I got a couple. I got a couple game. right here on the phone already. So I'll, I'll consider even doing the same game, doing a player player pulls or something like that. You know, yeah. you know, test my luck. I got a, see, I got a, I got a guy. He also, he also wraps. But he's also a great uh, degenerate gambler, so I'm I'm, I'm gonna put you in contact. There you go. Yeah, make sure to hit us up. All, all the latest gambling addiction. Of course, for all of our, our our thoughts and predictions, and know we got new content coming out. Make sure you follow us on all your favorite socials at STTP Podcast. Uh, if you like what you hear, leave us a review wherever you hear your podcast. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in. We got some great content coming for you throughout the playoffs. We got some baseball talk. We want you know baseballs and full fat. You know we we well versed. You know, we are well versed on this podcast. Might talk a little hockey. You know, we can try. Wayne, little Wayne Simmons. We, we, we can try a little hockey. We can try. Okay. Little, little, Eva- little Evander Kane. Little Olympics coming soon. Little Olympics coming soon. You know, we'll, we'll dabble on some rolling. We'll dabble about that. You know, might got a lot to talk about. Um, make sure you follow me on all your favorite socials. It's at underscore Chris Cross. 
follow me at underscore Jada Hughes. Make sure you definitely, as Chris said, follow the podcast. We're now at 531 followers and growing. The goal is to get, what, 1,000 by the end of summer. We're going to try and push for that. If anything, 750. That's that's what we're going to really no, fight no, for. No, 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 no. 1,000 by Labor 1, Day. 1,000 by Labor Day? Oh, I like to hear it. So that's the goal. Help us grow. Shout us out. Follow us. Ask us some questions. The playoffs is here. I know y'all got well, some things you want to talk about. I think we need to do a pod where we just answer people's questions. Hey, 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 me with some stats that you think I don't know. Because like, right. the basketball stats are something I'm good with. Ask Jared, who's his sixth man of the year candidates? Norman Powell. And? Jordan Carson. And? And good old Derek Rose. All right. Make sure you follow us on all your favorite socials and tune in when we have episode number 67 coming up. We'll talk more about the playoffs. We'll talk some baseball. And we'll talk about any upcoming news in the NFL. Sixers and four. Sixers and six. Over the Nets in the Eastern Conference Finals. Ooh. <laughs> Sixers and seven in the finals. Over. Ready? The Los Angeles Lakers. You heard it here first. Cl- so the Clippers, you don't got the Clippers making it? Clippers losing the semifinals. You know, you know that Clippers curse. <laughs> Bartram will get you for that. <laughs> <laughs>